up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala, your thrice weekly podcast where we talk about the hottest news and the touchiest topics with a hint of what, Terence? A dollop of good old humor, man. A dollop of good old humor. Yeah. So today we're going to be talking about something very humorous, man. Is it really? Is it really humorous? I mean, it can be like, it can be like, it can be. (laughs) Depends on which side side of the coin. (laughs) Depends on how much of it you have, lah. Um, mm. We're going to be talking about money, man, or like financials, financials, finances, um, and and we. Wait, are you talking about finance or finances? Finance Different. and finances, lah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, it's a okay. it's a finance finance uh, related podcast, but we're not going to be doing it ourselves. We have a very special person in the studio mm. uh, who's going to be offering a lot of like on the ground insight, uh, above the ground insight. And basically, yeah, hopefully this will be as informational as it is entertaining. Yes. So, let us welcome our guest uh, sitting right in front of us right now, uh, Won Pin, who is the head of GrabFin Singapore. Hello, hello. Thanks for having me. Oh, thanks welcome, for coming man. here, man. Yeah, welcome. So, the first question is, like, okay, I know I know Grab. I think everybody has heard of Grab. Everybody has heard of Grab Eats, Grab Pay. What is GrabFin? It is something that just came out recently, but what is it? GrabFin, you're right, just came yeah. out recently, but mm. it is a unification of a uh, it's a brand that unifies all our financial services mm. that we've put out in the market since four years ago. Mm. So it's a consolidation of our payments, lending, wealth management, and insurance services, mm. all under the GrabFin brand. All under oh, GrabFin. All under GrabFin. And brand. you're the head of GrabFin Singapore. That's right. Okay. So can, be- can I just ask before anything, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, for those of you not not uh, watching the video, uh, Wenpin is decked out in a very beautiful green uh. green top today. Oh. <laughs> is that is that like a daily thing that you wear, or is it just happened that today was you were in green? Just happened. Just happened. I bought this fifteen years ago. Oh really? Uh, no. So it was destined, like it was, <laughs> it was destiny. It was fated. Fifteen so, years ago, we, he knew that he'd be here yeah. talking about this. <laughs> so now, like when like every day, like do you like is, is green always need doesn't need to be part of your wardrobe? Is or is subconscious typically really? Typically black. Typically, oh, okay, black. okay, okay. Okay, okay, okay. I see. I'm colorblind, like, I thought it was brown. <laughs> you thought it was brown? I mean, I could, I wasn't sure if it was green or not. Okay, okay. Um, no, he's seriously colorblind. I'm seriously right? yeah, colorblind. Yeah. And yeah. literally in secondary, uh, in JC, there was this one instance where the green-brown deficiency resulted in an argument between me and my friend. Uh, long story short, I told him to take my green bag. He was like, there's no fucking green bag. I was like, it's right there. He was like, there's yeah. no green bag. I took it. He was like, it's a brown bag. So we yeah. had a fight because of that. Like. But that was a <laughs> tangential thing that is totally not related to what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, actually, it's kind of related. Like, Why? Uh? You know, the people say when you talk about money, it's like the, the green, the green the bag. Green, uh, the green. Everything. Yeah, Yeah, true. The green, yeah. But not in Singapore. Like. Singapore is multicolored. Uh. Uh, uh, yeah, it, yeah. Is, it is. It is multicolored in many ways. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but so, okay, you're the head of GrabFin now, but like, uh, I mean... The finances thing, right? Now, mm. it's almost like the hot topic in the world. You know, everybody's an investor. But how did... Like, what... Like, how, how, like right now, you know, the whole market also seems to be crashing. Mm. And you're head of GrabFin. Like, every day, do you wake up like... You're, do you feel like you're going to war? Or not? Like, do you, do you like... Just in the, in the space of finances, it's, it's like so... Like, the sea is so choppy. Mm, mm. Yeah. Is it something that is like... Um, like 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 every day is is a brave new world kind of thing or how how what's how, how do you deal with it? Yeah, it, actually, it's also important to be circumspect. Mm-hmm. Uh, every day we wake up with uncertainty, 
but it's also important sometimes to take a look uh, at history. Mm. And we've seen, mm. uh, you know, many cycles in the past that has similar characteristics. If you look back 50 years, uh, mm. 100 years, mm. uh, you've seen uh, generally a period of uh, prosperity and peace uh, leading on to a, period, a shorter period of turmoil. Mm. Yeah, like in the, the, the Great Depression, mm. following the period of abundance in the 20s. Mm. Yeah, and then followed by war. So, so I think maybe sometimes we can gain some lessons from looking at history. It allows us then uh, to be a bit more circumspect mm. and patient and think longer term. That's how I try to calm myself down. Uh. Otherwise, you know, every day is very angsty, right? Yeah. 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 To me, finance is um, it's a bit like, uh, I mean, uh, the analogy to me is a bit like working in a hospital, uh, you know, on a, you know what, what does it mean on a good, in a good day? For someone who works in the finance industry, you know, there's just sometimes it's about volatility where some people make their money. Sometimes it's about you know uh, only the safer stocks that you make money. So so everyone makes money different ways within the financial industry as well. Like. Mm. So you know even like now what we're facing, what we're seeing like a, a down market or there, I think there's still there's still people who are you know doing well, and there are people who have suffered a lot as well. So, yeah, I mean, someone in your position, you probably see a good mix of both, right? Mm. And that's where probably you have to steel yourself against all the, you know, the, the, the emotions that come with, with all the markets, markets movements and all. Yeah, because it is, it is emotional. Like, I mean, for me personally, I only got into really looking into my finances like a few years ago. Uh, last year, I did jump on the retail investing bandwagon Probably not the best time to jump on it. Um, but yeah, it has been quite eye-opening. And then it made me think about, eh, when I was growing up, uh, it was never something that was talked about back then. Mm. Uh, you know, like I'm in my late 30s now. Terence is also in his late 30s, even though he would say he's in his mid-30s. Mid to um, late, mid to late. Mid to late, <laughs> mid to late. But do you feel that is also changing now? Like people talking about finance more openly? You're still millennials, right? No, I, have, I, have, I have no idea. I anymore, man. Yeah, I do. I do consider myself. We're millennials, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think yeah. I barely just, uh, just like the, the the gate yeah. was closing <laughs> and then you slipped in. <laughs> That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that on that point, right? Uh, it's important to also realize, at least in my role, mm. that a lot of our users uh, have very different access to information, mm. and their attitude to money and finances differs. Mm. Some pay more attention, and yeah. they get a lot more information. Some are actually, you know, price takers. They 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 want to do good. They want to uh, progress in life, but they are not so interested. So my job is actually to simplify. Mm. Uh, like how we have simplified ride hailing, how we've simplified food deliveries. Uh, the next step for us at Grabfin is to simplify and give access to financial services to the mass public that mm. would otherwise have been unable to access all these services. Make mm. it easy to understand. Mm. So, so that's the philosophy behind Grabfin. Uh. That mm. means it's about simplifying, uh, you know, financial products and all for the for everyone. Is it? But, but so, how does someone? I mean, I just want to like step back a little bit, like, Since we have you here, right? Uh, how does someone get into this kind of? Uh, I mean, it's quite as a unique role. You sort of sitting in between finance, finance, and technology, like, right? And you you got to understand both roles pretty well. Uh, and, and it's not easy. La. It's tough, la, right? Uh, I mean, as you can attest, 
The mm. engineering engineering degree uh, is is not easy to get, lah, right? Uh, yeah, lah. Yeah, and then I I studied finance also. So finance yeah. itself was like was a. Uh, I mean, it's not rocket science, but it's still not like you know walk in the park either. So you you kind of have to be that in that the in between. Uh. Mm. How how do you how do you you know get to this position and what do you do throughout your life to prep you the for this lah basically. Would be too much to say that I, <laughs> <laughs> everything I did in the past since you got the green t-shirt since the years ago, <laughs> like, this is my destiny and I'm going to move towards it. <laughs> yeah, because you did grow up in Singapore. I right? did grow up, did grow up. Uh, and for a while, probably like we were all in the same kind of. We're not too far in age age gap, but we are now in media. You're in finance, so yeah. So 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 I think what led me here was a combination of you know dumb luck and taking taking on opportunities as they come about like that. But that's a more of a personal career, uh, story. Mm. Uh, but how how I help to always make sure that I'm grounded. Uh, be it as my my early role, I grab uh in a strategy team for mm. when it was still called Grab Taxi. Moving mm. on to start out uh, GrabPay and then going on to, to our Indonesian unit to to run operations for for the digital wallet was always to maintain a dose of uh, empathy. Mm. We we really need to put ourselves in the shoes of our users. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So whenever we we do a communication, a piece of comms or push notification, mm. just imagine you are a user receiving this sentence, and how will you react to it? Mm. That is key to uh, making sure that we deliver simple and accessible services. Mm. Yeah. And that's across, like what you said, the ride sharing, delivery, and now finance. finance. Very important for finance. finance because it can be quite jargony. Mm. It can yes, be quite yes. jargony. But sometimes you cannot get away from uh, including technical terms because that's the nature of the, the industry. Mm. Yeah. So, mm. But we try to break it down and make it easy to understand. I see, I see. And and how exactly do you guys do that? So for example, like uh, uh, right cover, uh, yeah. right cover is a uh, is fundamentally an insurance product. Mm. It's one where as a passenger, if you opt in for right cover, and if the the driver or the car comes later than promised, mm. uh, you will be as a passenger, you'll be issued a voucher. Mm. So there's actually actuarial science behind it mm. and underlying it is an insurance product. Sure. But mm. most users, most users on our site don't even know that it's an insurance product. Mm. Yeah, mm. For them, it's additional assurance and peace of mind. So then how do you communicate the fact that, okay, like Grab started off ride sharing, then, you know, deliveries and food, but then now finance is this new, this new frontier, right? Yeah. Uh, and to me as a user, I'm thinking, okay, I used to use Grab from to get from point A to point B. Then I use Grab to get food from point A to point B. And then now I use Grab to get things from point A to point B. But why should I put my money with Grab? Mm. Actually, you just sparked a, a thought. So you mentioned uh, you used to use Grab to get from point A to point B. Yeah. Mm. So uh, fundamentally, Grab is a mobility company. Moving things. Wow, nice, mm. nice catch. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Moving people. <laughs> yeah. Then yeah. moving food, moving yeah. your groceries. And then the next step then is we want to help people be part of social mobility. Oh, mm. I thought How you were going to say move money. <laughs> <laughs> it's also like some breaking <laughs> bad thing. Yeah. It, it's still, I, I think it's important to, to wrap it around the user. Correct, correct. So yeah. it's all around yeah. 
social great, mobility, great. inclusion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Help, helping people to move up. Sure, sure. Oh, yeah. wow, that was like, I just threw you an alley-oop. I swear to yeah, everyone yeah. listening, that was not scripted. That was not a talking point. It just so happened that, yeah, it was a perfect alley-oop and you dunked it. Yeah, um, mobility. But, but even then, like, see, that is, that is something that didn't even occur to me and it's mm. probably not going to occur to the user. So do you face this kind of like questions from the user saying, yo, I only want to use you guys for these things, not finance. Yeah. So so what's threading through all these different aspects of mobility is mm. one fundamental thing is trust and mm, safety. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah. So being able to move from place to place, I, I think we're all blessed in Singapore. Mm. But there are other cities and countries in Southeast Asia where it used to be very unsafe yeah, mm, to correct. take taxi. Yep. Yes. And um, so, so trust and safety as is at the core of a lot of some the things that we do. Yeah. Mm. And then, um, so how we build in uh, technologies uh, mm. to to keep our riders safe, our passengers safe. We build in technologies to keep uh, people's money safe when they leave uh, the their card on our system. So we have recently um, garnered the Data Protection Trust Mark in Singapore, mm, one of mm. the few tech companies to, to have that. Mm. We are also on the Payments Council, mm. uh, co-chair of a work stream on anti-scam. Mm. So in light of the uh, incidents that happened last year, yeah. uh, Payments Council set up a, a work stream with mm. MAS and sure. Grab is a co-chair of that work stream. So we are closely working with a lot of industry players to beef up and strengthen uh, security. Got it. Mm. Yeah, and 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 hence, um, we want to make sure that 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 kind of philosophy continues on as we move into financial services. Mm. Okay. So you said that you, I mean, you started out with a team when it was still Grab Taxi and all that. And uh, as Harish mentioned, there's a lot of different products that that you probably have overseen and everything uh, in different industries as well. Uh, but what is the the one thing about the culture at Grab that has carried on from, you know, the, the first day you stepped in uh, until today lah, when you are, you know, launching GrabFin and everything. Mm, mm. And, and this is my own personal experience. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what I liked about Grab and why I stayed for seven years. When I joined, I, I thought, you know, maybe I'll join, I'll leave after two years. Mm. Uh, it's hard to plan that far. Um, but why I continued uh, on after seven years and continue to to enjoy my my work is um, because it is pretty informal. Mm. It's easy to get uh, things done mm. internally because we are all generally mission driven. Mm, got it. Uh, working on the the customer and the outcome, and we are very friendly. We're all locals, pri- primarily locals. Of course, mm. the we've grown and we've taken on board a lot of talents from from the, around the world. But a lot of us are grounded in the markets that we serve. Mm-hmm. So we it, it's the intuition is there. Mm. Yeah. And it feels very real. You are creating a product that goes out into the market. And if it doesn't do well, or as promised, your your auntie or uncle is gonna ring you up and say, Hey, what's this? Mm. Uh, our friends are going to WhatsApp us, each of us, and say, Hey, this thing doesn't make sense. Mm. Yeah. Do, do you get a lot of that? Like anytime. So, <laughs> anytime yeah, so in the future I cannot get uh Maybe not the Grab. If I cannot get a Grab sh- a Grab car, I won't message you. But maybe if my Grab pay has got issues, I can message you. La. Sure, sure. No, I've, had, yeah. I've had friends who I think they, <laughs> they worked in Grab and then, uh, you know, I, I think at the point when it was starting out, then, you know, even me, I'm like, I was, although I was a millennial, I'm pretty bad with like new apps and stuff. 
So every time I had an issue or something, I would message their friend directly. Hey, oh, what's that? <laughs> Send him screenshots. And then after a while, he stopped replying me. Already. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if he still if he yeah, listens to this. But when I was do, you, do you get that? Yeah. Do you get that yourself? We do. We do. I, and do I do you too. personally? I do too. I do too. <laughs> and it's uh, in, important to uh, be appreciative that people mm. actually care yes. enough to send you something. Correct. correct. And mm. it helps to improve the product oh. bit by bit, step by step. Oh, I thought you were going to mm. say it's important to get a second line to help me ignore these people. No, I didn't do that. <laughs> That's what we do. That's what we do. Anytime people don't like to watch our, the shows we do, I'm like, well, there's a lot of other shows yeah. to watch. You know? Last time at Singapore Airlines also, I used to work like four years after I left the company. I had one friend who had some issue with his booking. He's like, hey, can I help or not? Um, I think well, the I, website, the website, the legendary. Was it you? No, 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 no. Oh, not you. Uh, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. I won't be surprised if Terence messaged me in the past. Uh. No, Scoot, Scoot, Scoot. Yeah, Scoot, Scoot yeah. You told me there were things. So you do, you do get that, like. But just now you mentioned that even the aunties and uncles will like uh, tell you. So how 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 do you also stay in touch with your end user? Use the product yourself. Mm. Mm. Use the product yourself as if you are a consumer, or, you know, a passenger. Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but do you do like walk the MP sessions and all to go and meet the public and all? <laughs> it's not so you know scripted. Yeah, you just take a phone out, go to the hawker center, and start using it yourself. Oh, okay, okay. Ah, it's not like okay, you, okay. like the you know those reality TV shows where the boss dress up in like with some makeup oh, and everything makeup. <laughs> and pretends to be an employee for the day. You oh, know yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of thing, like, that, right? That's a reality no, no, TV no. show. Yeah, yeah. Well, let us know if you want. Uh, we we always do this kind of hidden camera stuff. We do it very well. But actually, I also wanted to ask, like, um, you know, Grab, like, uh, back then it started the day when there was still, like, Uber and all these things, you know? And then, uh, of course, you were talking about the culture from, from day one you were there. And, uh, you know, Uber also, they had, they had, uh, they had, they were known for a certain type of culture, you know, the, the hustle kind of culture and all that. So, so what, uh, you know, and, and nowadays, I think now there's also a bit of a shift in the workplace towards, uh, you know, thinking more about things like mental health, thinking about the welfare of employees, and and, and you know, like what you say, empathy. So, what what shifts have you seen within Grab uh, in terms of the culture that that have also uh, that have also surprised you pleasantly? Mm, I think that as we uh, <coughs> and we are appreciative of this, as we become a bit more successful, we are able to attract. Uh, people from around the world mm. to come join mm. us and they bring with them very diverse uh, perspectives mm. and they've seen certain challenges and constraints from different industries that can then contribute to what we are doing. The best way to create innovation in my view is the intersection of uh, stuff. Mm. Uh, be it the intersection of cultures or the intersection of industries. Then you mm. cross-pollinate. Mm. And that helps to make things uh, even better mm, mm. as opposed to, you know, playing around in your own pond every time. I see. I so see. that's something that has uh, uh, shifted uh, because of our growth and also because now we are moving into from rights to food to into mm. Grabfin. Mm. And then you see the intersection of all this mm. uh, creating new products yeah. that we can then offer. So mm. as you can give some a concrete example or something. And sorry for, for beating down this, but it's really very rare that you see companies grow from like, you know, literally I can remember when Grab was like, oh, startup, blah, blah, blah. And now they're talking about IPO and all these things uh, and then launching new, all these new business services. So I think if anything, there's a lot that people can also learn like, about how do you manage innovation 
you know, make sure that the culture in a, co- a fast-growing company uh, stays the way it is or evolves with times as well, like, you know. So that's why I, I keep asking, oh, can you give specific examples? Because like, I think uh, it would be helpful. Like, it would be very helpful. In, it, examples of intersecting the, the intersecting. How, products, what, do we, yeah, what do you mean by intersecting? That so so right cover mm. that I mentioned earlier ah, is yeah, one. Yeah, uh, yeah. In, embedding insurance behind uh, point-to-point transport, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, then Earn Plus is also mm. another one. Uh, where our users can put some investments aside into short-term uh, bond funds. Mm. But at the same time, we make sure that it's uh, tagged and attached to our wallet mm. such that the user can then redeem instantly. No I lock-in. See. I see, I see. Yeah, and mm. that's the accessible and simple bit of our philosophy. So traditionally, if you were to put aside some money into mm. such investment grade funds, you probably have to first get be an accredited investor. Mm. You probably have to work through an agent or a broker. And then once it's in, there's probably a lock-in. Sure. Yeah, yeah but, but with this, you know, there's no lock-in, you redeem instantly into mm-hmm. the wallet, into a spending wallet. And oh, and that is the product that also recently got launched, Unplus. Ah, yes, that's right. Right. Uh, and that, that like what you said, um, there's the investment thing, but but how, how was the name decided? Huh? Or like how do you all decide names in general? Before we go into the details. Names are very emotional things. Yeah. <laughs> mm, yeah. And it's very subjective. Yeah. Correct, yes. uh, I would say that's not my expertise. Uh, I uh, generally leave it to the product marketeers. Uh, I see. Uh, I see. Okay. So there's a lot of basically what research that goes into it and all. There's a lot of research and consumer uh, surveys mm. and feedback that we gather. Mm. Yeah. So but when you say that, uh, I understand the products are thing, the cross-pollination, but how do you get the people to actually come up with these ideas and then, and, and, and uh, you know, and put them through like, and manage to push them through in a way that uh, fits the philosophy of what you do. That's what, that's what I was trying to understand like how how you all come up with these ideas like, basically. How do you remain innovative and mm. ensure that people you know cross-pollinate and work together and, and things like that. Mm. We we make sure that the teams are not so so I think um, we structurally mm. yeah. we need to design uh, teams that are not driven individually by the uh, success metrics. Mm. So your success doesn't come at the detriment of my 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 failure or success. Mm. So everybody starts to work towards a common goal. So that's one I mean in org design, mm. we try to make sure that uh, there's a commonality towards uh, success. Then uh, we try to create horizontal platform teams mm. where which understand that whatever they're building should always be built for scale. Got it. So. For example, my identity system or my fraud system, when I build it for a transport use case, it's also relevant to uh, uh, food delivery or it's also relevant to uh, finance, financial see, services. So, so then it, we start to be able to bring across innovation and technology and build on that previous um, investments that can be applied to uh, newer um, services. I see. Yeah. What, what's our common goal, uh, Terence? Our common goal. Uh, I mean, just in terms of working with other types of creative people, uh. Uh, I think I think I, I see, I understand, totally understand what he, he uh, Wumpin is saying about cross-pollination uh, yeah. of different people from different, like like say different mediums like animation, working with live action. Mm. You talk to each other and you learn things about each other and what are the pain points and your processes. And then after that, when you, I mean, it takes a long, longer time, but after that, when you actually start work on something together, 
Uh, there's some magic to it. La. There is a magic to it. La. It's like if we were to do the podcast individually, uh, it would yeah. be different. La. Of course, of course. Yeah. yeah. So no one calling you out on the on the strange pronunciations of words and, and stuff. And no like one that. calling you out on your generalizations <laughs> and stereotypes. Right? Yes, yes, of course. Right. Yes, yes. <laughs> Even like uh, culinary, right? Yeah, um, correct, yeah. correct. Fusion. You fusion. gentrify nasi lemak. Yeah. And mm. you create value you can sell for 10 times the price. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Correct, correct. And you make it convenient. You make it convenient. Uh, yeah, you make it yeah. a recognizable brand such that, yeah, it's no, it's, you can tell whether it's an auntie or a young person, oh, but go and buy this nasi lemak for me. They know which store. So if we gentrify Yalabad, it'll be yes, however. Right, right. Yes, however, not Yalabad. Was yeah, it a bad joke? Yeah. I don't even know that that fits the meaning of gentrify. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Again, we digress. <laughs> we digress. Uh. But, but you know, going back to um, what you were saying about... Okay, so so when... The, the, going back to what I said earlier about people like investing in a grab product or something, mm. right? Um, I know how it it's meant to make finance more accessible. But then now, isn't it almost like with the market in sh- such a shit situation, making it more accessible to people, there's that risk also, right? It's like you're inviting people to the fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or is that a, like, what, how would you respond to that? I think um, education is key. Mm. And also being upfront with mm. uh, if there's any risk involved. Mm. Uh, is also key. Mm. Um, an important point to note is it's never right to time the market. Mm. Yeah. The, if you try to time the market, you generally end up in the losing. So end. what do you mean by time the market? Oh, good. Uh, buy the dip. Mm. Uh, you know? Buy the dip. Buy the dip. Mm. Right? Or, and we, we don't want to um, encourage our users to, to have that kind of uh, mindset yeah. because it's just irresponsible. Yeah. Mm. Uh, where where we are coming from is then you think longer term and based on your own needs if you are young you can maybe have a longer horizon take some a bit of a longer risk and of course it's also part of a diversified portfolio mm. and as you then you work out what your needs are you then periodically put in some amount of money that mm. you can part with that fits into your spending habits mm. say 500 every month uh, 200 every month, $20 every month. Set it aside, dollar cost average out. History has shown us time and time again, it works. Mm-hmm. But even then, you still need to have that additional, how you say, a layer of like, you don't just park like the money anywhere, right? Uh, you still need to add that layer of discretion, right? You need to add the layer of um, a bit of a science mm-hmm. that uh, there is uh, part of your wealth that you can set aside for cash. Mm. Highly liquid, but probably uh, subject to inflation. Mm. There's a part of your wealth that you probably set aside for lower risk products mm. that is not so volatile and you will continually set aside. And mm. probably if you are uh, up for it, you have the appetite for it and you're knowledgeable enough, there's a bit of money that you can set aside that you're willing to uh, stomach some volatility mm-hmm. and that's where you get into your higher risk uh, tech stock growth stock or even um, other other alternative uh, investment products because mm. yeah. when you said that history has showed us time and time again like generally I've also seen those graphs that go upwards la. but if you were to have gotten into investing last year everything that history has shown to be growing upwards including the what 
I recall uh, reading up to be the safer bets, like those index funds and all. Mm. Everything is going to shit now. So what the hell is happening? Right. I know initially you said it's cyclical, there's his history. But every time I try and read up, I'm like, okay, why this is happening? Um, I get more confused to a certain extent. So how should people like me think about that? Think about all the turmoil, yet we still should park some money into this this big uh, turmoil. Mm. So it's almost like you, you, you're looking at uh, Google Maps, right? And then mm. you start zooming out. Mm. And the snapshot in time that you're looking at is no longer just one year or two years. Yeah. And the snapshot in time becomes five years, 10 years. Yeah. Right. And then you can see the trend. Mm. Uh, so that's one. And, and, but that also comes with uh, your own personal situation. Mm. What's your own horizon? And if you are a retiree, we wouldn't be talking to you about, you know, setting, your side, uh, setting aside some funds for, you know, the fi- next five to 10 years because you probably need it soon for your retirement. Mm. And that's why you really need to put more of your portfolio in less risky products. Mm. But if you are a fresh graduate, just starting out, you're starting to get into the habit of savings. Mm. And I think uh, something along the lines of uh, a periodic saving product that you can set aside money and have the discipline to set aside money every month and that has a longer horizon mm. will help. Mm. Yeah. I see, I see. So, I mean, the you know, what we're hearing here is, yeah, la, the it does require some measure of uh, discipline and interest from people to get into, you know, uh, financial products and investing and all that. Um, do you see more young people uh, being more interested these days? Or do you see the reverse where actually they're more YOLO and just like... Fire, the know, fire movement. Uh. Yeah, fire uh. movement. and more fire movement. The financial independence retire early. It's more like mm. very short-term thinking. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what would generally what do you see out there? I and this is my uh my own personal observation and sure. talking to some <coughs> um, folks who are in the industry. It's it's a mental model that has not just um affected young young folks. Mm. It is mm. also a circumstance of the times in the past ten years, where you know we've coming out of the 08 crisis. Yeah, a lot of uh, growth, a lot of uh, um money flowing, a lot of cheap money. And that has fueled a lot of consumption and growth. So mm. it feels like everyone has that good. Anybody in the street would have a golden touch. Mm. Mm. And it has conditioned us to think that that kind of uh, situation will last forever. Mm. And that drives a lot of short-term thinking and a lot of short-term expectations that I need to be able to make 20, 20%, 30%, 10x type of returns yeah. uh, in everything that I do. Mm. That is unrealistic. Mm-hmm. And that's something that um, unfortunately for a lot of our, for you and I, maybe we've gone through a few, one or two cycles, we went through the mm-hmm. dot-com dot bus. Yep, yep, yep. But for young folks, this is the first taste of uh, what the market would have been. Mm-hmm. And, and that probably has uh, shaped their mindset. So see, what you're saying is I can go to my younger cousin and say, you have no, no idea what the world is about. I know what the world <laughs> is about because I've lived through Two economic downturns. Correct. Two, right? Two major ones. 1999, yeah. 2009. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big ones, uh, yeah. Two the big dot ones. Com and the financial, uh, yeah, the financial one. Uh, the yeah. financial one. But then, you know, like... Um, and sometimes the, the horizons are
uh, early 1900s, mm. you know, going through uh, the, the world wars, uh, going through the hardships of that, that era, would probably not be able to fully experience the boom times that happened after that. Mm. Yeah, the next next 30, 40 years. And someone ex- growing up in, in the 50s, 60s, 70s will probably not have experienced the hardship and turmoil yeah. of the pre- preceding 30, 40 years. Yeah, yeah. 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 But so this way is, is quite interesting. Like, you know, I mean, the terms literally boomer, like, right? Yeah. Baby boomer and then mm. millennials and then uh, Gen X and then millennials and Gen Ys. So the, the common refrain I hear from young people is that, yeah, like, Boomers, you know, they they would never understand our situation because, you know, we we live in an era where inflation is so high. Cost of, I mean, you want to buy a house is is nearly you have to work your whole life to to pay it off. Uh, even the cost of education is not cheap either, and all that lah. So what what uh, what do you think of of uh, these these complaints that they have lah? Do they are they warranted and 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 you know like if if so like what how can they uh, get our situations like this? Mm. I think there's uh, always uh, us and them type of thing when we start uh, bucketing folks into mm. generation mm. Uh, uh, categories. Mm. The Gen X, Gen Y, Gen Z. Mm. Um, I, I think that the Gen Zs, the youths of today, the leaders of tomorrow have a very tough uh, environment and challenges mm. that they have to tackle with. Mm. Yeah. Um, and some of the newer products that we have launched, like Pay Later, mm. whilst mm. to uh, folks who have been used to consumer credit see it as a way of uh, encouraging uh, consumerism and spending. Mm. But to the youth, they actually see it, and uh, b- this is based on some of our feedback and uh, research focus groups with with users mm. yeah. that they see as a money management tool. Mm. So, so uh, maybe I back, uh, take a step back. Uh, pay Later by Grab is a way to pay for your purchases uh, either in 30 days or mm. in, in four installments. Mm. And a lot of youth or younger folks today use it to manage their money and, and spend because if I've committed to a piece of clothing or a piece of hardware uh, and for this amount of money and decided to pay for it over four installments, I made that commitment in my mind mm. yeah. to pay for it. Yeah. As opposed to an open-ended uh, credit line that, you know, can can be quite unabated. Mm. Yeah. So, so in that sense, it's also helping them to make sure that they only take credit when they need it in the, in the instance of buying. Mm. Yeah. So, so there are some of these um, uh, misperceptions between generations and their situation that um, that we are also trying to unpack ourselves because it is also an insight that we only gathered from our users when we talk to them about it. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So, so what other insights have you gotten from our users from your users that's surprising? Mm. So that was pretty surprising actually. Yeah, the, because the, because what you're saying is that instead of using the uh, like credit line, which you say could go to like crazy levels, it is almost like a, a credit line that has a fixed deadline almost. It's a fixed deadline, there's a fixed amount and you yeah. only use it for a purchase that you've decided that you want to buy and, and committed to, to mm. pay for. Mm. Okay, okay. Yeah. So what other insights? Uh, 
what other insights that uh on the on the gig side mm-hmm. uh, the drivers that the delivery partners and the driver partners that we work with they value um flexibility and control mm. Mm. and and this is something that uh in our generation and maybe our, our uh, uh older generation they value security correct yeah and uh um, you know some some level of certainty Mm. But for for some of these folks, they chose a career or chose a way of earning a living that allows them flexibility and control to do other parts of uh, to to pursue other aspects of life, whether to take care of their family or to uh, support uh, part time education. But mm. they need that that level of flexibility mm. and they value it. I see. I see. I see. Mm. So mm. so you know we've we've spoken about the flexibility, the trust, and. Uh, I think Earn Plus was launched what two weeks ago, like early June, end June, early May. Yes, no, that's right. And early June, early yep. June. So, um, I mean, feels like there was a lot of research that was done, but what what is happening behind it? Because it's it, from the consumer end, it's like okay, I put money in the Grab wallet, it gets invested, I get money. But it's still going back to the thing about okay, it's a tech company after all, and who's to say? Maybe now you know Elon Musk is not going to buy Twitter. Suddenly he wants to buy Grab. <laughs> then how? <laughs> yeah, and that's where I think, like you know, the traditional bank. If I were to put money, that I, I don't know, maybe it's a naive sense of security that okay, this bank's not going to go anywhere. Elon Musk is not going to buy this bank. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how how is that squared? The banks were also startups before. Mm. At some point, okay. But anyway, mm. yeah. Uh, right. It's for us. Then it's important to work with trusted partners, established experts mm. in, in this uh, in this uh, categories. Yeah. So like Earn Plus. Uh, is ma- the funds are managed by UOB Asset Management and mm, Fullerton mm. Asset Management. So oh. they are established expert fund managers working on those funds. Oh, so it's not Grab, it's a partner. Yes, yeah. exactly, exactly. Mm. Where we come in is then we help to co-select funds mm. and investment products uh, together with our partners that suit the needs of our users. Things mm. that are not too sophisticated uh, not too complicated and suitable for mass market. And mm. at the same time, we make it a point to select products that were previously, investment grade products that were previously only accessible to institutions mm. and then bring this mass market. And where our insight or value add is that, is that we can help to uh, distribute this uh, at a fraction of the cost so that then it makes it viable for our partners to to reach out and serve all mm. these consumers. I, see. I, I guess the yeah. idea is because Grab has a relationship with your customers uh, in areas that they, they use almost every day, right? Whether it's groceries or meals and and, and uh, transport. So being able to offer these financial products from banks, which are typically, they're not in everybody's um, daily purview. So that's where Grab adds the value. You mean you don't have the Fullerton Asset Management app on your phone? Uh, or the, even the guy who calls me every morning yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gives me an update on the market and all. No, no, no. I don't no but isn't it also like, let's say if I open Grab, right? Let's say I just want to get some cherry tomatoes, right? Then don't you think like having your financial product where I can see how much my assets are worth? I don't want to, I just want to get my tomatoes. Is that Does that ever come up? Like people, the way you, you structure how in your face the Grab financial segment is with the other more day-to-day livelihood. Uh, that's something that we we really hope to 
get as much feedback from our users as possible. Mm. Some users like that one one uh, one shot view mm. of everything uh, that is part of their daily lives. Yeah. Some users prefer a more segregated view. So mm. there's never a right and wrong to this. Yeah. And where where we need to work hard as a consumer facing tech company is that we constantly iterate. Mm. So right now, Grabfin, uh, as much as it is a brand launch, it is also a lot about the UX of the product, the experience mm. that you have when using the app. Mm. We've consolidated um, most of these offerings, financial services into one page mm. and in the bottom navigation uh, of the screen, you mm. can tap on finance and it gives, brings you to this finance homepage, yeah. mm. Grabfin homepage that you can then access all your um, uh, holdings or, or accounts with Grab. I see, I see. So, so I don't know, um, I mean, right now, there's a lot of options for investors, right? To, to do this sort of retail investing, this monthly thing. What makes Grabfin stand out? Because there are so many apps that you can, you know, set up something that's automated, that guarantee a percentage return every, every year or something. Yeah, why would someone? Why should someone go with Grabfin? Mm, I think so. Going back to some of the things that we we hold dearly yeah. as we create any product, is simple, accessible, and rewarding. Mm. Uh, one more thing that I would like to add on top is that it's embedded. Mm. Like Terence mentioned, you open your Grab app mm. Uh, mm. maybe once a day or twice a week. Uh, we want to make sure that everything that we create is embedded in your existing interaction with the the app. Mm. So like Earn Plus is um, attached to the payments wallet. Mm. Like the right cover product is embedded with your right. Food priority delivery is also an insurance product. Like when you oh, order food yeah, yeah. and then you click, oh, I want to make it a priority order. Mm. It's also backed up by our insurance team. Mm. Yeah. So, so these are the things that we try to really make sure that we can embed financial services in the existing interaction with the Grab uh, mm. app. And that, that sets us apart. Mm. And that mm. gives us uh, a right to dis the distinguish ourselves from the other offerings. So do you, do you see the other offerings starting ride-sharing apps to kind of converge with Grab? Because, <laughs> you know, social media, like, one app starts stories, every app starts stories. So maybe you guys started ride-sharing and going to fintech. Do you think some fintech companies might go into ride-sharing? Possible, possible. <laughs> Is that the first time you've ever been asked that question? Not really. Oh, no. Uh, okay, yeah. cool, cool, cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but yeah. It's, it, yeah, it's true. I've used, I've literally gotten that priority delivery before, but it never crossed my mind that there was a- It's insurance product. It's insurance product. Because uh, mm. if someone told me, oh, would you like to buy an insurance product today? I'll be like, nah, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't want to meet up with you. <laughs> that kind of thing, you know, because we think of it that way. But, but yeah, I mean, I understand how- how it can be very integrated into your your daily habits or so. Yeah. And, and these things are, are actually helpful to you when you really need them, right? Mm. So, so, th so these are some of yeah. the consumer-facing uh, products that we see. Yeah. What's also very important is that in, in the current uh, situation where fuel prices are rising and you know cost of living is rising, our driver partners and delivery partners also have to make ends meet. Mm. And whilst our teammates in the the mobility part and the deliveries part is working very hard to give them more opportunities, uh, where we come in is to help them with uh, either uh, protection for their, their loved ones or themselves, mm. uh, insur insurance products, 
or also with cash flow uh, support for 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 dealing with uh, you know some of these fuel costs and mm. other uh, rising cost of living. Mm-hmm. So so you know it's a it's an exciting time for Grabfin for for Grab financial products. But what 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 kind of keeps you up at night? Uh? You know, like you say, you take a like a Zen approach, but because you're in such a a field that ultimately everybody touches in some way or the other. Like even Terence buying priority food is related to the financial industry. What what are some of the thoughts that occupy your mind? Mm. Um, the main thing that in a world of uh, constrained resource and also uh, where where time is very important for you our drivers especially and also our consumers, um, I want to make sure that whatever we build or we roll out into the market is the best is going to be the best use of. Uh, that time and also our resources. Mm, mm. Yeah, that am I always making sure that the product that we are delivering best solves their needs today? Mm. There's so many things that we can build, mm. but if I choose to build and launch one thing, I'm foregoing nine other things. Yeah, and is this going to be the one thing that best serves their needs? Mm. And it's always that there's always an uncertainty around that, mm. so we have to try. But yeah. after trying, we need to make sure that do we continue to build on that if it's successful or not? If it's not, then how do we then shift and tweak the product accordingly? Mm, yeah. I see, I see. So then what mm. is on the, the what, what's the future of Grabfin? Like right now there's Earn Plus, but then what else? Like is it going to be the next step going to be just taking my money uh, and just, I don't know, like, like, like yeah, well, what's, what's on the roadmap? Is it going to make it even easier for people? Um, so on the investment and saving side, I think uh, the th- the what we want to continue to build on is that we allow our users' choice. Mm. Uh, as the market changes or recovers, then uh, appetite for risk may change, and we need to keep close watch on what kind of other assets or investment products we can bring in mm. to serve those needs. Mm-hmm. The change, the shifts in uh, investment appetite. Mm. So that's on Earn Plus. On payments, and I see uh, QR payments, yep. cashless payments, yep. uh, buy now, pay later as a broad bucket of payments, um, is to continue to build flexibility and control and management of money uh, in, into those offerings. Mm. So, so with your GrabPay wallet, you can spend anywhere, anytime, online, offline, at a hawker center, decide when you want to whether you want to pay now or pay pay paying quarters. Mm, yeah. I see. So now do you exist like fully cashless? Yeah, I didn't even bring my wallet. <laughs> oh, you don't carry your wallet? Is this a digital or you are you are totally in, we, uh, we are like that it's still analog, analog analog. Yeah, still analog. Paper receipts. Yeah, yeah, I cannot imagine leaving my house without my wallet. Yeah. I don't think I need my wallet, but I just feel like I'm just I feel weird. It's a sense of identity, lah. The, the bulge in your pocket makes you, makes you feel the back secure. pocket yeah, yeah the back pocket yeah, like. <laughs> makes you feel secure <laughs> on the uh, even identity card is also digitized yeah correct yeah. now no even birth certificate now yeah. is all digital already yeah. even yeah that's the like even your PSLE score also is in oh that was quite creepy that one yeah right so so I mean like uh, do you ever feel there are certain things that you you know you still prefer the the physical version the rather, than, uh. rather than the digital version uh? Especially time, someone time, like you. Time like. spent with family. Oh, okay. Cannot be replaced by anything just, digital. Yeah. That's for sure. Oh, VR, yeah. VR. 
metaverse you see your kids in the metaverse <laughs> Maybe yeah, can, cannot. Yeah. But the uh, the other thing I also wanted to ask also was uh, now you see we talked about rising cost of living. Um, how has that impacted? Uh, I mean, from your vantage point, lah. How has have most people been impacted? Like for me, I went to Aston's that day and I couldn't order chicken. They ran out of chicken by like six p.m. already. Oh really? Yeah. Really, really. I I I'm guessing they don't even want to deal with the chicken prices, so they just like. Chopped it off the oh, menu. Oh, because chicken is still available, lah. But yeah, yeah. for them, it's like you know what. What was the point of dealing with it? And we don't know how long this shortage will okay. be as well. Yeah, get people used to eat. So do you bank table? No, no, I just ate pork, lah. I ate something else. Ah, uh. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just, I'm just asking, like, uh, from your vantage point, like, Do you see what do you see? Do you see any consumption habits of people changing, and you know, like driving less or anything like that, or even yourself? Yeah, even yourself. Okay, maybe start for myself. Sure, mm. sure. Uh, I, I, I find that now I think a bit more mm. and be a bit more deliberate about making large, uh, uh, purchase or investment decisions. Mm. Yeah, just because you know that the future is uncertain. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's one. Um, second thing then is uh, also conditioned by COVID. Um, mm. that we I've come to realize the importance of spending time with family. Mm. Yeah. Uh, connecting not just virtually but also uh, in person. Mm. Is it just family or friends? Family, friends, actually, that's right. Uh, Teammates. I, we were mm. just having a discussion yeah. yesterday uh, that, that that those friends that you haven't seen over COVID, uh, now when I suddenly meet, actually get to meet them in person, like they fly into Singapore, you know, they're overseas or whatever, then they fly in there and I meet them, like, I almost feel like it's like, wow, it's like this grand reunion, like, like we went through we want to fight a war and then we all come back come back together to see each other again. And then I don't know if you all feel that. Do you all, you all get that sense? Uh, I do also. I do also. Like, uh, I think, like, just is the thing that you grow older, you realize, oh shit. Like, uh, and when you reach a point in time where you see your, you know, like, certain people you know, maybe not living anymore, as dark as that sounds, it makes you look mm. like uh, at your own life, you're like, oh shit. Uh, there are these people I've known for 20 years, 25 years it feels a bit more real like, that mm. time is finite. Like. So I totally feel now like uh, that, yeah, the relationships are super important and it's not that simple to just, oh, you know, like I know you for 20 years. Okay, like, friends, you know, you hear it, oh, there are different friends for you at different points in your life, but it's made me cherish the people who have been with me throughout. Like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. So, so, so financial services products yeah. are not meant to take away your time from these things that you cherish mm. more. In fact, the it's, reverse. It, right? Exactly. It's supposed to help you live more, play more, have fun more. Mm. Uh, at the same time, it's easy enough so that you don't have to spend so much time thinking about it. Mm. That is true. Okay, okay. So, so you know, like one thing that you have said is that the it, it shouldn't take time away from you. It should simplify. It means that, yeah, like, it's almost like you want to set it up to be as as autom- or like as brainless as possible. I like, don't you think, like, right? But then, you know, like um, now the big thing is inflation rates are going up. Uh, so so just squaring that off with like, uh, like like you know you you're saying that that there is a varied level of risk toler- tolerance, right? But just now maybe it wasn't clear to me how Grab solves that because if you still need to decide, do I am I low risk? Am I high risk? Still feels like oh you need to make that decision for yourself, right? So mm. you you said you know making that accessible and all. Mm. How how specifically does say Earn Plus help you do that? Mm. 
So Earn Plus is already designed that is uh, fairly low risk. Mm. So we 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 are clear that we are not going to uh, go into offerings that are volatile and are more for the um, self initiated. Yeah. The the folks who are very into investments will not uh, are not our target mm. uh, segment. Mm. The folks who previously found it either daunting because the 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 information is just not within easy reach or they don't have access as in they do not have the means to communicate or reach out to these brokers mm. or the folks who previously were just not aware because nobody was teaching them mm. that you need to start planning. Mm. These are the ones that we want to help uh, serve. Mm. Mm. And hence the, the Earn Plus product was designed with this segment in mind. Mm. And hence it's also uh, packed to a certain type of uh, risk appetite that we have in mind mm. and certain type of returns, target returns that we also have in mind. Mm. I see, I see, I see. So, okay. So, so that means it is more of the low risk kind of options. Like. But let's say you were giving a talk at a primary school, right? What would you tell the primary one students if you had to kind of tell them something about how to think about the world they're getting into? Like? Uh, of course, more related towards the what, what personal finance habits they should get into. Because you did say like you have your family now. That, has it changed your way of thinking also? <laughs> you know, the first thing that came to my mind was what? What? Good luck. Oh, good luck. <laughs> no, <huh>? luck. <laughs> <laughs> and drop the mic to the primary one students like, good luck guys, <laughs> guys and girls. <laughs> no, 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 no. But I think the, the future is uh, a wash with opportunities as it is with uh, mm. challenges. Um, when, if I were to start, maybe to reframe this question how would I talk to my nine-year-old daughter mm, sure. yeah she's also mm. primary school right um, I'll teach her that she needs to be adaptable mm. uh, she will need to be resilient mm. and also not to uh, take whatever she's seen happen to her parents her, her grandparents as the uh, as what's going to happen to her and her generation mm. uh, going forward because it is completely different. Mm. Yeah. Well, we were, we, uh, we just gave a talk at a primary school mm. recently. La, and I think the big message I wanted to deliver to them is stay in school. Don't, don't merely just bring up, whip out your cameras and, and I'm going to be a YouTuber and drop out of school. La. My thought was, uh, my thought was like, uh, at the end of the day, you know, school, the building, the networks, the social relationships, it's still a very big part of of, of, of whatever future jobs people have or so on. Do you think they got that message? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> because, because like we were telling them during the talk, okay, you know, even if you want to become a YouTuber, it was a career talk. La. We said, if you want, even if you want to become a YouTuber, don't think about this one video that will go viral. Mm. You're not going to get like thousands of subscribers overnight. You must think long term, you know. Mm. Then we went to Q&A. First question was, how do I get more subscribers? Uh, <laughs> Second was, how do I make a good video? <laughs> then, I was like, okay. then I think at some point also you said, oh, that's something that I mentioned earlier and no one gave a shit. La. So that was, that's why like, um, interesting how you say you would communicate that to your nine-year-old daughter. Because that sounds like a lot, right? A lot, right? So, but, okay, yeah. so actually you're right. I find myself um, uh, not always being able to be the one to give advice because I learned so much mm. from trying to give the the right advice that she will absorb. Mm. 
Mm. Yeah, otherwise, it just float, flies yeah, over, yeah. right? I tell, oh, life was hard, you know, you yeah. have to work hard. Then, uh, yeah, it just yeah, goes over. Goes head, over right? yeah. so, so we have to find ways to say, hey, you know, you're playing Roblox now, or you're doing this thing. Uh, what's going to happen when you talk to this person? Mm. Yeah, try to contextualize it. Oh, uh, so you anchor yeah. it in. Oh, so yeah. she's, she's playing Roblox already? Yeah? yeah, she watches YouTube Minecraft. Uh, uh, then she has a, like a, she's some ration. Uh, only on weekends she can play. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Yeah. So you have a system to ration the Roblox, right? Roblox and Minecraft. It's with the grandparents. Oh, is it? <laughs> 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 so, so yeah. So I mean, that's why when I look at my younger cousins also, I'm like, already I feel like, okay, the world is so uncertain now, but they are growing up in a totally different world. And I can finally understand what my uncles used to, used to say is like, oh, you have no idea what it's like in the in the old times. Because now I feel like I'm that uncle now. Mm-hmm. But, but it's a very different set of skills that yeah. young people need to navigate the world today. Like, like even just you know, talking to you and realizing that certain things that I was, buttons I was just pushing on an app were actually like, you know, the financial product being offered to me without me uh, even like betting an eyelid and thinking about it. Mm. I mean, it takes a certain amount of, um, you know, know-how about human psychology, about how a whole generation of people think, how what what's important to them. Uh, I mean, so for you, like uh, in terms of, your own, uh, you know, personal finance habits and all that. Uh, how 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 do you how do you um, plan to impart those to you know your your like you say like your kid uh, or the next generation and all that. Uh, you know, like what what kind of daily habits can uh, are you are you trying to teach them now about personal finance uh, that you hope that they can carry on with them. The older age. Download the Grab app. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen to this podcast. <laughs> to I, so one thing I think is to be discerning with oh. information yeah. because it comes at you uh, nowadays from everywhere. You, yeah. you yeah. just have to be a bit more discerning. But how do you tell a nine-year-old to, to be discerning? No, I don't. Like, sometimes I, I, I'm. Concerned whether I even know where she's getting all her information. Yeah. That's one. The second thing is um, uh, don't take things for granted. La. Don't mm. take things, don't for, take granted. things okay. for granted. Like, Meaning the boom times don't, don't think that this yeah, is forever. Boom times don't uh, last forever. Correct, correct. Doesn't mean every birthday you'll get a new toy. Correct, you correct. Know? Doesn't mm. mean that internet lasts f- your connection to Wi-Fi is always there. Yes. Yeah. Some, yeah. Look at Ukraine, you know? Yeah. yeah. Mm. I was at a, I was invited to a, my kid's friend's birthday party that day and it was at a hotel ballroom. They booked out a hotel ballroom and then had like bouncy castle in a ballroom. Uh. Next to them were, was a couple actually getting married, you know, having, so I was, I was like, wow, these two ballrooms, one is like for a four-year-old girl's party. The other one was for like someone's marriage, you know? Yeah. So I turned to my son. I mean, he's, he's less than two years old. He can't understand. I just told him, this is not what the normal birthday party is like. <laughs> yeah, Do not take this for granted that this happens every year, okay? You just close his eyes, uh, close his eyes, close his ears the whole time. Just enjoy this one time that you get to get to go around Charlie's Chocolate Factory. <laughs> but other than that, it's, it's just a cake and a present. That's you it. have a two-year-old? Yeah, I have a, uh, yeah, almost two, a boy. Oh, yeah. Boy. Yeah, so I think about these things uh, like, like, you know, like, like how to prep him for for this very quite difficult future that I, I see foresee for him as well. Uh, yeah. Mm. Right. 
So in future, if you see a baby's birthday at a hotel, you're like, I'm not going. I'm not going. Go, 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 eat the hell out of the cake. <laughs> but don't bring the kid. Don't bring the kid. But, but always remember that these these times don't last forever. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just play like the the recording of One Pin saying that don't take things for granted. <laughs> yeah. Like okay, see One Pin, he said this. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, uh, right? But that was number two, lah. Right, number two. Yeah. How about any any anything else that what else do you? So let me try to recap. Yeah. First one was what. Uh, Uh, discerning, be discerning about yeah. news. Important because yeah. we're yeah. era of fake news and all. Don't take yeah. things for granted. Don't take things for granted. Correct? Yeah, uh, and be resilient. Uh. be adaptable and super resilient because mm. uh, you need to always bounce back. Mm. Need to always bounce back. And we that, we yeah. have gone through the past, like I mentioned earlier, past eight, nine, ten years. Mm. It's generally quite okay and prosperous. Yeah, and my my daughter was born during that mm. period. Mm. Uh, all boom times, right? Boom times. Yeah. yeah. So. We haven't. She hasn't gone through hardship. But mm. but COVID COVID was quite hard for her for her like, That's true. That's true. Right, right. That's no true. no social no, very little social support at all. Yeah, that's true. So yeah. so some of these uh things uh events they're no longer black swan mm. You know that they will happen. They happen. Yeah. 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 Markets will crash. There will be conflicts. Mm. Inequality will give rise to all these things. Mm. Yeah. Climate change. Yeah. Mm. Oh, it's quite. That's like good luck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> number four, good luck. Good yeah. luck. Yeah, number four. So discerning, don't take things for granted. Uh, what was the third one? The resilient. Oh, resilient. resilient. Yeah. And four is good luck. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> or, or pray lah, depending on whatever lah. Yeah. Depending on your denomination. So as your daughter ever told you, like you know, as you're telling her all this advice, like you know, you never went through primary school from home. Don't mm-hmm. talk to me about it because like what Terence said, I think kids and COVID. Uh, what was the thing you said about like your kid not being able to see your facial expression? No, just human interaction, uh-huh. especially for like one two year olds. They look at your face, they see you smile, and everything. Then they understand what what your emotion you're having. So when I'm wearing a mask outside with the child, he doesn't know what I'm I'm actually trying to say, and he doesn't see my mouth moving and all. So mm. I feel maybe a whole uh, not I don't say a generation lah for a couple of years. Kids have it harder with language, uh, language lessons and all lah. Mm. You know, just just being able to process different languages and what people are saying. But your kid will be able to read eyes lah, damn well. He will, yeah, he's he, yeah, he's he, he can, can tell everything eyes, yeah. just by looking at your just eyes. Eye. <laughs> <laughs> he'll play poker. He'll be a poker player. And he'll make a lot of money. And yeah. <laughs> so so then you know like for our listeners who um have been kind of hearing about the the options out there and all, mm. just in terms of. Any other, uh, how you say, uh, things you think that the general consumer should think about when it comes to personal finance going forward? Given that you yourself said as the next the next few years are uncertain, there's a lot of things that we don't know. How should one kind of like any any mental models to think about? I know you, earlier you said also that don't try and time the market, don't buy the dip. Mm. But any other things that you think oh that you have learned over the years that you would like to distill to our listeners? Hmm. Mm. Continue to be open-minded to try new things. Mm. You know? uh, I think that's important. Don't don't. Um, <clears throat> the counterpoint to all the uncertainty and you know being safe is that you retreat into a shell. Mm. Yeah. Uh, don't do that. There's yeah. a lot of uh, there continues to be a lot of excitement. Yeah. In the world of fintech, in the world of uh, consumer tech. So in, in technology what, what, that that will yeah. open up new opportunities. Anything mm. have anything that you've done recently that is like that that you lives by the mantra la, of being open to try new stuff. 
Oh, YOLO type ah. Uh, no, yeah. follow, I mean, like just yourself like skydive or, or kayaking. discover playing guitar or, or anything. <laughs> uh, I I um, made some investments into, you know, tr- things that I wouldn't traditionally have. Ah, uh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. I have dabbled into, but you know, it's important just to try. So you forced yourself to be like open-minded like that? Yeah. Open-minded. Okay, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and also, uh, made sure that I uh, continue to uh, dog food our own product. Mm. Yeah. Use mm. the product that uh, we roll out uh, correct, correct, correct. In, in all the different uh, environments and edge cases to tease out what are some of the things that we can continue to improve on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like the GrabPay wallet, I try to use it at different environments and retail locations just to make sure that it's, it's fit for purpose. Mm. Mm. Do you like download a lot of different new apps on your phone and try all mm. of them from across the world? Because I know Harish is, is somewhat like that. Like, yeah, yeah. He, like, you tell him any new app, he'll just download it and just try. Yes, and I do. It, like, I, yeah. Yeah, I try. I try. I, I, someone was telling me about Discord five months ago. Ah, I downloaded it, but I don't know what to do with it. Ah. <laughs> so, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, but I think it's a very important thing because uh, I think our, I don't say us, but earlier generations, is that kind of like, hey, help me with the TV or VCR. I scared if I press something, it will explode. So I feel sometimes I have that relationship with my phone sometimes. Like if I download this app, it's going to like, the malware is going to like eat me alive and all that. But to me, it's like, actually, after a while, it's like, just download and try it. Like, yeah, it was the download worst thing and happened. And, and it, even if this, this this one doesn't eat me alive, something else will eat, eat you already. La. I hope you, lis- you listen to yourself in future. Because every time correct, I'm like, hey, Terrence, try this app, he's like, what? No, no, credit, yeah. to, credit to people like you who, who, you know, like continually trying new apps in the, I mean, just trying new things in the digital space that yeah, make me also, try. okay, maybe there is a better way to, to try to do things also. La. And then you come across something like Discord, which to be honest, uh, now yes. I also am like, whoa, I I it's taking a while to get used to it. Mm. Uh, I've used Slack before, but like Discord, it's it's almost a bit overwhelming. Uh, so yeah, still dabbling in it uh, because it is damn popular, right? Mm. It is damn popular. Are you, do you dabble in it or you just observe? I'm still trying to dabble and trying to get uh, deeper into it. But I think mm. that it's also about the community. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And, mm. um, well, another thing that I, I dabbled and uh, was open-minded about is podcasts. Mm. Ah yes, 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 yes. Listening, listening, and listening, and also uh, being part of. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. And just now, he he brought up on his own uh, accord the uh, the name of our NFT podcast. Oh, cool! Yeah. Wow. So, so nice, I was like, nice. oh, cool, cool. You're a pod- fellow podcast listener. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think the 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 interesting thing is that um, a lot of people they think they can't get into podcasts because it's like, oh wow, two hours, one hour. But once they find that there's a, this niche area they're interested in suddenly they're hooked. Uh, they, they realize, oh, it's like, it's like back in the day when, when you could find a little corner of the internet where all the, all the, your friends hung out and then mm. you all just hung out there. The IRC chat. Uh, uh, or one chat. chat room, yeah, you uh. find. Then, then suddenly everybody's so interested in the same topic that you are interested in. Yeah. And it's like, wow, I didn't know this community existed. Uh. And then that's where I, when you talk about Discord, I, that's why I'm also excited uh, in that the communities are starting to sort of like, uh, you know, uh, find value in, in being together again. Because mm. I think, you know, social media added this layer of like, oh God, everyone is so toxic and all that for quite a number of years. Huh? Mm. So even for us as well, like using new tools, like, I mean, Reddit was quite new for us yeah. when we first started mm. using it. Then we realized, hey, we are literally building a very uh, healthy, uh, very vocal community here. 
that we that we could never build on any other platform like YouTube or, or Facebook or what. So why not just keep keep doing this? Uh? Yeah. And it's cool. Just now you were saying, you know, you guys get feedback. We get feedback from our listeners as well. And sometimes mm. they call us out on things that maybe we jump to conclusions and all. And even though sometimes I read, I'm like, hey, that's a bit unfair. But I do appreciate that sort of feedback. Mm. And like what Terrence said, it's something we never got across YouTube, Facebook or Instagram. Mm. Yeah. So even when we post this, uh, I'm sure people will have comments. But it's 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 quite civil and hopefully they find this useful. Yeah, and there's a, yeah. a lot yeah. of analog with um, things, media, mm. that I can also draw back to financial services and payments mm. that mm. things are built uh, and layered on on top of each other. Mm. Like uh, our payments network is done in partnership with um, the uh, the fast network mm. pay now. Yeah. You know, and we've also come to realize that not one single party can create the Everything. type of infrastructure yeah. that is so pervasive. So mm. the, the open uh, partnership attitude um, towards financial services is important. Mm. I see, I yeah. see, I see. So then, then like, is there anything that, that users can look forward to under the GrabFin umbrella in the coming months that you can hint at or everything is like super highly confidential now? Well, there are the super highly confidential stuff, but there are also things that we can I can talk about uh, in the coming, the second half of the year, we will mm. also be bringing our buy now pay later service uh, mm. in store. Mm. So instead okay. of just e-commerce, which was uh, basically what we focused on during COVID, because yeah. digital commerce was the 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 priority, we're bringing that in store. So mm. you can also use that in uh, at retail locations, yeah. and that helps to drive a lot more usage uh, mm. and sales for our merchant partners. Mm. Sure, sure. I see, I see. Mm. Oh, cool. That means, you, that means people can, be look, can look forward to seeing that logo in, in re- actual physical retail locations That's soon. Right. Uh. Wow. Mm. And you know when Grab does it, they don't go They don't go one or two places. Uh, it's, yeah. They go big. Go they go big, big or go, go home. Big uh. or go home. Yeah. Go big, paint go the big, town green. Go big uh. or go and get your Grab and go home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Correct. Go big or go and grab, get your Grab and go home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. So, um, speaking of like, you know, being open-minded and trying new things, there's one thing that we do at the end of every podcast episode, mm. which is to share a one shock thing lah. Uh, that that we have experienced in the past week or so that we would we can share with our listeners. Mm. Um, and it doesn't need to be anything fancy. It could be a video you saw, an article you read, or just any piece of news that that made you smile a bit. La. Or something you saw on Netflix, a movie, yeah. or an old movie. Something that someone else can, oh, this Wenbin, he sounds like my kind of guy. And then... He, he likes this thing. Probably I like it also. Then he can go experience it. Yeah. So, so to give you an idea, we will go first. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you have a few minutes buffer to think. Yeah. Uh, Terrence, would you like sure. to do the honors? Uh, I mean, the, I, I, I hope, I hope you're going to, to say what I, 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 you know, I hope your one shock thing is, is that one thing. Uh. Uh-huh. But my one shock thing is a Netflix show that I just got into uh-huh. called Anatomy of a Scandal. Okay. Um, I mean, uh, it's it's. I only two episodes in, but I'm, I'm pretty hooked already. Like, it's basically about uh, it's a courtroom drama by uh, David E. Kelly. I think he's that Ellie McBeal creator. Or oh whatever. yeah, yeah. ER yeah. also, I think. Uh, ER also yeah, David yeah, Kelly. Yeah. ER, so yeah. he's created a a uh, courtroom drama about a British politician who has an affair with his one of his staffers, and then the staffers accuse him of uh, sexual assault. Mm. Uh, so so you, then you see the entire fallout. 
with his family, with the you know the parliament and and in the courtroom and everything. And it stars Sienna Miller. Mm. You know, Sienna Miller is yeah. a British actress, a uh, very very famous one as well. Mm. So it's just interesting, like because most courtroom drama you watch is from the US and all. So this one's actually based in the UK. So uh, and it, it's kind of, I mean, the title sounds like some. It sounds like it doesn't sound as exciting for mm. someone like me, but I just tried it and then, yeah, I'm pretty hooked already. Do you never watch any happy it's shows? Right? Everything must be scandal, <laughs> downfall, scam, yeah, serial killers. Like what been said, the last 10 years have been so good. Uh, so I've just been looking for all these things to balance it out. To la, balance, right? You just look at real life, la, I can balance out. Right? <laughs> That's true. Got, <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, look, look towards but Russia. But it's a, it's a, it's a dra- drama, la. it's a hardcore courtroom drama. La. Yeah, drama, drama, drama. Do you watch, do you watch a lot of Netflix or, or dramas? Or I watch Netflix, but I got commitment problem. Oh, so I cannot before. do series. Oh, I just do the movies. one-off movies. Oh, yeah. you, do, you can binge watch, what, no? Cannot. No, no time. No time, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay, cannot okay. commit. Well, yeah, but if if you ever if you ever uh, have time, anatomy I would I highly advise people to try out Anatomy of a Scandal. So my one stroke thing, I think I know what you're talking about, but yeah. that one, I think because this, uh, yeah, like is Mission Impossible. I uh, know, fuck, Top Gun. Top Gun. Uh, yeah. yeah. So that wasn't going to be my one stroke thing, but I will give it a shout out. The Top Gun Maverick is amazing. It's amazing. And yeah. in a long time. Terence's recommendation is something I agree with because the past few movies he said, wow, it's damn good. I watched yeah. it. I'm like, yo, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> but I watched it over the weekend. It was amazing. I'm probably going to watch it again in IMAX. Yeah. I watched the first one in IMAX. It was great. But my one short thing is actually the fact that earlier this week, um, the, and I mean, the, the week of, I think, oh shit, Oh, is it? Is it your watch of thing? Is Lawrence Wong becoming DPM? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, earlier this week, Lawrence yeah. Wong became DPM. Because we are recording this on 6 June. Uh, you're probably listening to this like a week uh, or two after. But earlier this week, on I think 4th June, there were three pieces of news which made me just go in awe. It was the fact that uh, Cristiano Ronaldo scored two goals in a match that Portugal played, played against Switzerland. Two out of four goals. Uh, Rafael Nadal won the French Open. Uh, and as 14th, much 14th French. French Open, 22nd Grand Slam. And as much as I am Team Ronaldo in the whole Ronaldo versus Messi debate, uh, Messi scored five all five goals of Argentina's goals against Estonia. La. And uh, I think Ronaldo's 37, Nadal is 36, Messi is 35 this year. Mm. And it just blows my mind how they are they are not stopping. You know, like mm. they are just going on and on. And it's just very inspiring la, because we are all in that age group also. And to see people like them just push on and like, it just feels what? Like you have to respect that and it's just one of these things that I want to cherish also. I'm so looking forward to the World Cup. I don't know whether Nadal will play Wimbledon. I think that's why an article saying if he does, foot doesn't need injections anymore, he will play Wimbledon. But it's insane. Um, So yeah, so that was my one short thing. Nice. Ibrahimovic also another Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. He won, he won. yeah. Person, right? 40 yeah. Uh, and his caption was what like I said I would and I did or something because when he yeah. joined Milan he said he would bring back the Scudetto right yeah, yeah, yeah. and then at the age of 40 you just look at these people you're like oh my they are rewriting the rules of sports la. exactly and yeah. the, the basic it teaches us la, mental yeah. fortitude you know you, your dedication to the craft you keep your body in tip top condition yeah. so mm. that then you can continue yeah, yeah. because yeah, you, I think people our age yeah. Uh, I mean, say our, our age. Uh, our mental model is that athletes by 35, they're yeah, finished. You're done. Yeah, you're done. But what we never realize is that nutrition, you know, discipline, training, everything has also improved in all the time that we've, you know, thought that, oh, Jordan retired at what, 35, 36. Yeah. 
And now we, we get so shocked when we see people playing till 40. But actually, you know, who knows? Maybe our kids will be, they'll be playing till 45, 40, like 50 yeah. or something. Like, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Imagine. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. It's, it's, it's amazing to watch. Yeah. Hey, just um, on the tennis thing and also yeah. putting myself out there, right? Recently, I um, reached out to a few new friends mm. and I met mm. and they, we all say we play tennis. Yeah. Mm. Like, for me, it's just, you know, weekend play only. Sure, mm. sure. <laughs> and we say, okay, let's go and play. Turn out that one is school team player, one is a <laughs> tennis coach. Yeah. Mm. Well, so it really got trash. But it also uh made me want to, you know, uh, get better. Get, get better. better. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, anyway, unlock the drive, like unlock the drive. drive. Yeah. Well, there's this part of what, what we said is like being open minded. Yeah, things. and resilient. Mm. Yeah. Cause I think back in the day yeah. when I was in school, you asked me to go and play with a school team player or, or ex national player, I'll be like Please lah, why do I want to go there and get embarrassed? Mm. Now I want to go there and get embarrassed so that I can get better at it, you know? Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. How, how, how many chances will a tennis coach or school team player want to play? Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Only the first time before they find out then after that. <laughs> <laughs> and you start, you start getting fewer messages or less, <laughs> less hey, what's up? Hey, what's up everyone? Yeah, <laughs> anyway, the one shock thing is yeah. uh, a bit more mundane lah. Mm. Uh, my wife recently came back from a trip to India. Mm. Uh, a teammate also recently came back from her trip to India. Yeah. Mm. Uh, or her husband came back. And both of them brought back a, a, a lot of mangoes. Mm. Uh, yeah. So I've been hearing talk a, a lot about Indian mangoes being yeah, very yeah, sweet. Yeah. But yeah, usually yeah. the ones we get here are from Thailand. Sometimes mm. you get from Australia. So I'm going to try that. And then also I see in in, in the supermarket. Yeah. So I'm going to yeah. buy and try it's really short. It really is. It's yeah, really yeah. short. Yeah, it's really short. Something. Is it the Alfonso mango or no? Alfonso is something else. It starts with a B. Oh. But, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But Indian mangoes. Indian mangoes. Yeah. Yeah. You never had? Uh? I think I've had. I have had. Oh, the the had one that. you eat, you're like, holy. Yeah, you cannot imagine yeah, yeah, that wow. so much sweetness yeah, is yeah. packed into this fruit. Uh-huh. Not very big and it's roundish. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So, but you can get it in Singapore also? I got it. So, I think oh. now's the season. Oh, so you tried, tried the ones they brought back from India? I tried the one that brought back from India. Also, yeah. then I went to uh, at Cold Storage also. I, I saw some then can buy. Ah, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I go see. Try, go try if you can see. Oh, Indian yeah. mangoes. Yeah. Power. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, it's, it's yeah. It, it, sometimes I'm, I'm amazed when even in our 30s, we eat new, new flavors, right? Yeah. And it just blows my mind that for your whole 30 years or 40 years of your life, You've not tried this flavor. Like, like what? What sort of flavor? Recently? I mean, certain, certain. Fr- I, I mean, I because my wife prepares a lot of uh, interesting food for my kid. Mm. So I realized there are red kiwis. Mm. Red kiwis. Mm. You ever ever had red no. kiwis? So yeah, I tried red kiwis, but they taste time. different. Slightly different, yeah. But just the fact that they exist just made me want to laugh. La. So you're stealing your baby's food, la. I, st- I mean, I'm not stealing. I think like <laughs> like what he said for lunch <laughs> for his lunch. Your kid the one, right? Then you eat, right? Yeah, like. <laughs> so my kid is like, whatever, every day. Then I'm like, you know, you should oh, not take this for granted. Kiwi, yeah. I've never had red kiwi before. Don't take it for granted. Oh, red kiwi. Yeah. But, but it, it amazes me that there's still tastes out there that we all, as human beings, still haven't experienced. Uh. It's crazy, right? Oh, yeah. You think about cool. it. And that's such a nice note to to wrap up this podcast. Yeah. Uh, what were the rules again? Uh, don't, don't take things for granted. Uh, be resilient. Be resilient. 
discerning be discerning and good luck and good luck and good luck so yeah thanks so much for joining us wimpin yeah thanks wimpin um hope hope you carry on doing more podcasts and continue to listen to podcasts as well eh? and play tennis ah uh. keep playing tennis and play tennis yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> to work off all the mango eating uh. <laughs> <laughs> thank you it's a pleasure okay, okay cool thank you thank you so much and thanks to you guys for listening bye bye